Hello, you are about to listen to another episode of Beyond Clean, a podcast where we talk about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. I am your host, Dave Thompson. Yes, we are in Season 4. We broadcast out of Orlando, Florida. This is where the cleaning industry talks about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. We would love to have you on the show, so reach out to me, D. Thompson at academyofcleaning.com or at 888-999-6059. Be sure to listen to our live streaming that we will be doing this year on Podbean. Now, for today's show, let's get started. Good afternoon, everybody out there in podcast land. Yes, we are all sequestered to our homes on a Sunday afternoon. And you know what? I'm not sure if you're sitting by the pool, sitting on the lounger outside. Hopefully, you've had enough of the inside. You found some, uh, well, some space outside where you can be. I've been outside all morning long as much as I can. Uh, Yes, this is Dave Thompson. I am the director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, and this is podcast live. We're on Podbean Live, as you might know. If this is a recording you're listening to, you should have been here. Um, We are a service of the, well, the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. And the Academy of Cleaning Excellence is powered by Jim Supply. They have been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. And uh, we're glad that they allow us to uh, do this podcast for you. We're doing it every afternoon at 1 o'clock for the foreseeable future. And you know what? Until somebody gets on here and has a different question or something, I'm going to kind of talk to you about what I'm thinking today. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to kind of get on a little bit of a soapbox this afternoon because I've been getting some messages over the last 24 hours. Now, first of all, before I get on my soapbox, folks, I want to say thank you to all the people who have purchased a class in the last 24 hours. This means that people are hearing the message and they're, well, at least trying to find the information. Now, what they're going to do with the information they found out is kind of the point of my my talk this afternoon, if you will. Now, there are a number of classes that the Academy has. And, of course, you know, we're not the only ones that has it. So we appreciate that. But the whole point here is why do you take a class? Why do you take a professional development course? And I think this is kind of my point this afternoon I want to talk about is if all that you want is to put a certification on your website, don't come to me because that's not what we're about. If that is your main concern, folks, you are missing the whole message of what the cleaning industry is all about. We are not here just to market that we have a certification. A certification is actually verifying that you have the knowledge to do something. And folks, I got to tell you, if all that you're doing is getting a certification to put on your website, that is fake news. So don't go and complain about all of the people out there that are giving all the fake news out and then ask me for a certification that I can put on my website. Now, I know I'm kind of getting all excited about it, but I'm, I'm very upset about the fact that this seems to be some of the first questions. Now, let me back down just a little bit because verifiably, 
some people actually want that certification. They want to say they have it. Now, if your reason for having it on your website is to validate that what you're doing is correct, that's okay. But here's where I draw the line. If somebody says, I've got 50 people and I want to have a certificate on my website for the company, I'm okay. Here's the problem. If only one person has a certification, why do you think that certifies your operation to say that you know how to do something? Your frontline people are the ones that have to have the certification. This is why at the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, the certification is for the person that has their name on the certificate. That is the person that took the exam, that listened to the information, read the information, watched the videos, talked with us live in class, did hands-on work. If you do not have this for the person, then where is the validation that you are doing it right? Yep, I know, you're probably listening to this and going, whoa, wait a minute. I am totally serious, folks. This is Sunday afternoon. We're in the middle of something uh, that I'm really glad in some ways that we are because what it's doing is it's making people talk about this issue. I love the fact that we've got people on national news that are saying, you know what? We're fighting an unseen enemy an invisible enemy. I've been saying this for years. Thank you for waking up. We are in a battle. We are in a fight. Now, I understand that most of the facilities are closed down now. If you're working in a restaurant trying to get uh, meals prepared and uh, um, delivering those meals to people, if you're, you're at a school and the school buses are taking it to the kids, you know, you're working. If you're at the grocery store and you're providing that service, like the lady yesterday when I went to the grocery store, if you're at the gas station, the convenience store, and you're keeping people where they can get their fuel and their necessities, I applaud all of you. But here's the thing. We've got to step up our infection prevention practices. And this is kind of my, my conversation for this afternoon I'm going to get into. I was watching Sunday morning on CBS this morning just like a whole lot of other people around the nation. And of course, you know, it's all about Corona and, you know, the COVID-19. And here they show a video of some people cleaning a facility and disinfecting is what the uh, reporter says. And so what they're showing is what these folks are doing. Now, granted, the reporter should have done a better job, in my, in my opinion. They should have asked more in-depth questions, but unfortunately what the reporters do, they just get a few of the little highlights, they put together what they think they know, and therefore they put out the information and there's your fake news. Also in your fake news is the fact that what the people were doing in the video was completely and utterly, totally wrong. Yep, you heard me say it. I'm going right there on that limb right today, here on a Sunday afternoon, the 22nd, of March while we're dealing with this whole issue. You know, here's the thing. If you're not going to do it right, then don't go out there and say, come and show us what well, we want to show you what we're doing. Because this is what the certifications are about, folks. If you're going to do it, do it right. And this is the problem. What we've been doing has been doing 
by and large, I understand many people that are listening to this right now are probably going, well, I've been doing it right. Are you sure you've been doing it right? You know what? A gentleman taught me this long time ago. He said, Sonny, of course, that was a few years ago. He says, I really think that what you're doing is you're doing one day. Uh, 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 you're, you, you've been doing for the last 20 years what you did the first day. There's so much truth to that, folks. The problem is, is that what you're doing is not right. Now, I went. I, I told you a little bit about this yesterday, but I kept seeing it overnight. I kept seeing it this morning. I just couldn't help myself today. You do not put a chemical in a bucket and by and large, glug, glug, glug. You don't simply do that. And then put water in it and make a bucket of foam. This is incorrect. This is cleaning 101, folks. If you're doing this, you're not doing everything else right. You don't take and wipe down a piece of furniture and take the rag and stick it back into the bucket and say, I'm disinfecting. You're cleaning. The other thing is, is if you're disinfecting, if you haven't heard my message before, if you haven't listened to the messages, you can't do the same thing that we've been doing before. Why? You cannot take a rag and start wiping all over the place. The, the, the CBS thing this morning showed a person wiping down of a restroom stall. And what are they doing? They're spraying the product on the wall, on the, on the stall partition. And then they're wiping in circles back and forth. And they wipe the whole thing down with one rag. Now, here's a problem. I've already told you before, if you're listening, I've already told you that you have to wipe in one direction. And the problem here is what you're doing is you're taking all of this stuff that's on there and you're spreading it around. And you don't spray the disinfectant on there and wipe it off immediately. You don't do these things. And here's the one that really made, here's the one that really got me going this morning, folks. And my wife was sitting here watching with me and she just looked at me and she said, uh-oh, here we go. She knew I was going to be all over it. They actually then showed the next person in the next stall with a toilet bowl mop cleaning the rim of the toilet and the toilet seat with the toilet bowl mop that she just pulled out of the inside of the toilet. Folks, I have to tell you, if this is what you want to show on TV, that's fake news because that is incorrect. You cannot do this. The toilet bowl mop only belongs in one place inside the toilet bowl. It's used to apply the toilet bowl cleaner to the inside of the toilet bowl. It does not go on the outside of the rim. It does not go on the outside of the toilet. And by goodness sakes, it doesn't go on the seat. If that person is doing that, I can guarantee you there are so many other things that they are not doing right. And yep, you heard me say it. I am saying, folks, we are doing it wrong. And it's time that we start paying attention to this. So, yeah, I know I'm on a tear and I'm going to, this is probably going to be a short conversation this afternoon because if I keep on going, you can tell already it's going to be a murder. But folks, here's the deal. I had a person that was on the phone, on the line with us this morning on our live chat. And he was asking, I've been using the electrostatic, electrostatic spraying technology for three years. And I said, congratulations. That's great. He says, really? Do I need a certification? I already know what to do. I said, why do you want the certification? Because I want to put it on my website that we have a certification. 
I said, so you want to put it on your website, you have a certification for electrostatic spraying. How do you know you're doing it right? Well, that's what I was shown. Here's the folks, what I'm trying to say this afternoon. If in fact you were shown to use a toilet bowl mop on the outside of the toilet and the toilet seat, and you were shown to scrub down the partition and cross contaminate the whole place, then could I ever believe that people out there are showing you to use the electrostatic sprayer in the right way? Absolutely not. I cannot rely on that. So yes, we do have a certification course for electrostatic spraying. What's the issue? The issue is you need to know what you're doing, why you're doing it. And here's the biggest thing. What most people find is they get somebody that shows them the shortcuts. And this is a problem I have with most so-called training that goes on today. What they get is they get training. All the training does, and hey, folks, it's what we call, we've been calling it for years, on-the-job training. What on-the-job training does is it simply, well, you know, let's just put it this way. Most of the on-the-job training is done by a fellow employee, not by supervisors. And even the supervisors have been, you know, trained the same way. On-the-job training, OJT, it basically is teaching somebody the shortcuts to keep the boss off their back so that they can be more efficient. I heard this this morning on one of the reports that, you know, what we've been talking about is being, um, well, getting the cleaning job done quickly. Today, we're talking about doing it more frequently. Now, frequency is great, but we've got to do it right when we're doing it. Folks, I'm going to tell you that there is a proper way to do that. This is what we instruct at the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. Now, I'm going to give you one, well, kind of a, um, I don't know, a trick. I know I'm at 15 minutes into this. I probably, this is going to probably be the shortest one that we're going to do this week. It's a Sunday afternoon. I've got some other things I want to do rather than just be here on the air talking to myself. But here's a trick. I teach this in Cleaning 101 class. Folks, there is nothing better than a squeegee on a flat surface. I don't care whether it's horizontal or vertical. If it's flat and it's smooth, once that you have cleaned the surface, and I don't care how you clean it, you do whatever you want to to clean the surface. But when you go to disinfect it, first thing you have to do is you have to put that product on there the correct way. A trigger sprayer, folks, is not the correct way to apply a disinfectant. Let me tell you that. An aerosol can, mm, I won't say it isn't, but it's not my preferred choice. You can take one of our classes and you can find those things out. But once that you apply it on there, it has to set wet for the prescribed amount of time to kill the pathogen that you're after. And this simply cannot be, even if you pre-cleaned, this simply cannot be spray it on and wipe it off. It absolutely cannot do its job. I don't care if you use the most, the strongest disinfectant that we've got. If you simply spray it on and wipe it off, it cannot kill the pathogens that are listed on the label. And that's why you're using a disinfectant. Now, once it's set on that surface, best prescribed method is to remove that film, that chemical film. 
And the best thing that you can do is to use a squeegee. This way, we do not have cross-contamination. This way, we have kill factors that are consistent with the efficacy that's on the product label itself. You have to do the process right. We are in a critical time. If we do not do our steps right, how can we say that we are impacting lives in a healthy and proactive way? Because we're not. Oh, I know. There, there's 16 minutes went by of me ranting and raving this afternoon. But folks, I want to tell you something. I've been doing a little bit of cleaning around my motor coach uh, the last couple of days. And, you know, we're all at home. We're all looking for things to do. And I can't sit in front of the computer my whole day. I have to get up and do something. So I found some cracks that were, you know, in the gaskets and stuff and the seals that were a little bad. They needed it. You know, there was a green fungus, a black film that was there. Now, this is why I want to tell you what I'm saying this afternoon. If I would have simply took my chemical of choice and sprayed it on there and wiped it, would it have been clean enough? Would it have been ready to accept a new coat of sealer? Now, I know you're saying, well, we're not putting a sealer on. But here's what I'm trying to say, folks. If we would not clean that first, if I hadn't cleaned it well, did I do my job? So these principles are basic. These are things that we have to do all the time. So what I did is I sprayed it down with my product. I let it sit. I then came and sprayed it down again. I scrubbed it with a brush. Because of where it was, I couldn't get a squeegee to it. I didn't use a rag, but I flushed it with water and rinsed it. And then what I did is I took my, my blow dryer, my leaf blower, and I blew it dry and, and, and that. Now what I'm doing is I'm letting the sun, you know, dry it out and bake it out. And what's happening is that where that green and brown um, algae and fungus was growing there, it's now turned white. You see here the thing is I had to clean it. I then had to put the product on there and let it do the killing. And then I had to rinse and remove the residue. Folks, this is what I'm saying. We have, and we teach this all the time, there are two basic principles in all cleaning. That is pH, used properly, if you will, a liquid, and physical removal. But the one last thing I want to add before we get off the air this afternoon, because there's nobody here on the air talking with me, so you know what? I'm not going to rant at you all afternoon. Every chemical that we use leaves a film. Uh, uh, it's called chemistry. If it's on there, it leaves a film unless we rinse it with water. My, my advice to you folks is we've talked about PPE all week. We talked about the right disinfectants to use and everything. But as you can see today, what I'm talking to you about today is, yes, two things. Certifications do matter. Use them for the right thing. Promote them for the right reason. Get them for every single person that's doing the job that they're hired to do. They are on the front lines of protecting lives. When people come back to the facility that you're going to be cleaning over the next two weeks, if you're in Florida, you've got until April the 15th before the schools open back up, possibly, at least till then. What are you going to be doing in the next you know, uh, two, three weeks? Are you going to be doing the same thing you've been doing? Get a certification. 
understand why you should be doing what you're doing, and then go in and do that for the right reason. And then by all means, when you put that certification on your website, you can stand up, you can honestly say, I have it, our people have it, we are certified to do the right thing, and we know exactly right. So when you do get on that news, whenever somebody does ask you, what are you doing? You can actually telling them and you can show them that you're doing it the right way. This is Dave Thompson. I'm the director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. We're powered by Gym Supply in Central Florida, where they have been cleaning or been uh, providing cleaning supplies that improve lives since 1930. It's my end of my rant for a Sunday afternoon. We will be back here tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. to talk live with you. Maybe we'll have a more people that have listened to this and want to argue with me. I don't know. Come on with your questions, with your answers. Let's talk about it over, uh, well, maybe a, a cup of tea or whatever it is you're doing on a Monday afternoon. Anyway, we're live on the air here on Podbean Live. Didn't have anybody would come on with questions today, so it's uh, been quiet on that front. But hopefully I didn't stir up too many uh, hackles this afternoon. I'm sure I did a little bit, but we've got to do the right thing, folks. This is Dave Thompson. I'm signing off for today. See you tomorrow.